0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host Kaylor Hodges, and this is a this was a new one. We have done lots of interviews in the past. Um, we have done a lot of stuff with Birmingham Legion FC in the past, as you all know. I've done some stuff FC Birmingham. Obviously, we've uh, talked to people in the women's college game, like Mackenzie Crone. We talked to Neely Martin. We've talked to people like that in the past, but. For the first time, we're talking to two people for Legion WFC. Um, no longer undefeated, unfortunately, but still looked dang good at the last like 20 minutes of the match. I'm joined uh, by Mac and uh, Kaylee. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, Mac. How are you doing, Mac?
1: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing very well. Kaylee, yourself?
1: Hi. um.
2: I'm just excited to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that for you. So let's talk about the match of last night just a little bit. We won't harp on it too long. Um, you know, it didn't start off great. Um, and I don't even mean the score line. I'm talking about five weather delays. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys get to Chattanooga. Not the worst drive in the world, but not one I want to do every day. No. And then. You get to East Ridge, you get to the tiniest locker rooms I've ever seen in my life, and they say, <laughs> hey, I know you just got here. You're ready to play in like 30 minutes. We're delaying.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. We, we re-
1: got there earlier than we were supposed to. Um, <laughs> we stopped at a rest stop because we were ahead of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we got to the locker room about hour 15 before we were supposed to warm up. We left super early um and then yeah weather delays and we had no idea whether or not we were even gonna play so
2: yeah they just they came in and they were like all right uh there's a pop-up storm we may or may not like we're gonna push kickoff to 7:45." so it was just gonna be a 15 minute delay and then another delay another delay and another and just kept stacking on and we really didn't think we were gonna be able to play at all last night so
0: I mean, I guess, were you guys given a tentative plan of, like, what would happen if you didn't play? Would you stay and play at, like, 9 a.m. Uh, this morning? or?
1: So, the only thing we were told is that basically the cutoff was 10.30 p.m. So, we had to kick off by 10.30. Um, and then, at that point, it was just going to be a matter of when they wanted to reschedule the game. Yeah, But, um, yeah, we would have had to wait until 10.30 30 to cancel.
0: There was a couple of Legion fans that made the trip up. And for all of us who watched on Chattanooga's 11 stream and for the people who watched in person, you know, they, you guys go down early. There was a lot of miscommunications going on. Just, Mm. you know, they play a very physical brand of midfield, which is a little bit different than what you guys saw out of uh, Tennessee and tormenta. Um, And, you know, it seemed like it took a second to kind of, you know, catch up and say what's going on here. But after you guys got the goal back, which I think was that Haley? Uh,
2: Maddie Massey had Maddie Massey.
0: Okay, Um, she also played. uh, She's at Furman this year, I think. Right.
2: Yes. She's going to Furman as an incoming freshman.
0: Got it. Um, and, you know, after that, it felt like, you know, wish that the match was started after that because you guys were in complete control after that. Is that – I'm going to start with you, Kaylee. Is that frustrating to be like, well, crap, we're playing well now?
1: <laughs> yes,
2: especially as a defender because the first part of the game, it was just a lot of defending. We weren't keeping the ball offensively. Um, which was a struggle because it was just constant transition, constant running back, like their forwards were really fast. And it's just sprint after sprint after sprint. And then when we were trying to go up offensively, we kept losing the ball, which uh, I couldn't tell you what our problem was last night. I definitely think that sitting <laughs> in the locker room for hours on end, not knowing if we were going to play did not help. Um but the other team did too, so can't really make that excuse. At the same time, it it was definitely frustrating. Um, but I was really proud of the team for after we got the goal back, we had a much better response. So I'm just glad that we didn't give up because yeah, at that point it would have been easy to.
0: Mac, you had just make because they did not release the starting level. You were starting in Nevosna, right? Yes. Yeah, I thought so, but they never officially put on the thing to be like, "Here's the lineup um, yeah. for the stream," which this what whatever that is what it is. Um, the second goal conceded, that one was tough because you had a really nice kick save, like a really nice kick save that Thank just yeah, sure. just unfortunately just fell straight in front of an attacker. I mean it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I mean people who have played in that they've dealt with it they've seen mm-hmm. it before it's not the first time you experienced it but on a night where you know things get delayed where you show up early you are having to say or we, we didn't even know we were going to play you know we're constantly on the back foot for that just to fall straight to their attacking player do you just kind of just throw your hands and be like it's just not the night
1: I mean, yeah, it's I mean it's frustrating and after I make a first save, I kind of have to to rely on the girls around me to to get that second ball, especially cuz in that instance I had no idea where the ball went. Um, I couldn't see. So, I get up, I'm looking around for the ball and then next thing I know it's volleyed into the net. Um, but we, I think we just made some uncharacter- uncharacteristic mistakes. Mm-hmm. We were a step slow for the first half, uh, honestly, after we conceded the first goal. I think we got rattled. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up digging ourselves a four-goal hole that we couldn't get out of. Yeah.
0: Well – you know, let's move on from this Chad Nua game because for anybody who has watched you guys this year—and yes, early on in the season—but also in the W League and all in all these summer leagues, right? The, this is a short schedule anyway, so you can't say it's early on in the season because you're already like a third of the way through it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you can sit there and say this is just a blip on the radar, and not even just this year, but for people who don't know. This is essentially Alabama FC, which is now, you know, the Birmingham WFC. You guys have all played together for a long time at this point. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Katie I and mean, I have played together since our sophomore years of high school. Yeah,
0: I mean, and I was going to mention that you guys both go from the 205, and now you find you're both in Texas. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Obviously yeah. one's North Texas, one's very South Texas. So I can't say you're following yes. each other too much, but I mean, how about that? I mean, I want to start off with you, Kaylee, cause you were the one that went straight to Texas.
2: <laughs> yes. So, um, I had a teammate that actually came out there with me. Um, well, really I should say I was, she was the reason that I came. She, I hadn't really been looking at Houston cause I, had told myself, I'm going to stay closer to home, not go to a big school. And then I find myself at the complete opposite, 10 hours from home (laughs) at a massive public school in Houston. But uh, she told me that I would really like the coaches. And so I sent them an email before nationals going, what was that summer of going into junior year, going into sophomore year, something like that. But I sent them an email just on a whim and they came to all three games and just started communication with them. I fell in love with the school. Um, The coaches that originally recruited me aren't there anymore, but I love the new coach too. So uh, I've just really enjoyed my time there and the resources. And we're going to the big 12 now, which is like huge because I, that was not the plan when I first got there, we were just going to be in the American conference. Like we have been, for years, and yeah, we got moved up to the Big Twelve, so that's exciting.
0: And Mac, for you, you started off at Mississippi State, which is where I knew you from because I I saw your matches that you played against UA because I mean I lived right down the road, right? right? So I I went and watched those, and I mean that Alabama team was what they were. I mean they were kind of a wagon last year.
1: Oh my god! Um,
2: so
0: <laughs> <laughs> but The SEC top to bottom was also just really good last year. Um, But you have found yourself over to North Texas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for people who watched you, I mean, obviously your starting spot ended up kind of happening out of nowhere. And then, you know, you end up not starting at Mississippi State to end the season. But, you know, I whenever I watched you, I was like, that's a real GK1. Like, And then I saw you moving yeah. over to North Texas. And for a lot of people, we were like, oh, okay. So she just wants to be bona fide GK1 for sure. But why North Texas?
1: You know, I just thought it was the next best step for my personal career. Um, you know, I was number two until all of a sudden I wasn't number two because of GK1 getting injured. Um, and I just realized how much I really missed playing 90 minutes, and I improved so much over the course of, I think, it, like eight-ish games that I played over the season, something about something around that number. And um, I also just wanted a, a change, you know. I realized that due to COVID, I didn't really know what I was getting into with Starkville, and it just wasn't the the college town for me. So I just made a decision that made me happy.
0: I mean, whenever I did my uh, roster, quick roster breakdown, which if people want to read that, that's going to be in the description. I mean, the first thing I saw whenever I watched your tape was natural shot stopper and just like real deal, just raw talent there. And it was a little unfortunate that you didn't get that playing time because I think everybody that watched you was just like, whoa, this person's just mm-hmm. kind of just been waiting in the wings. Um, Kaylee, when you got to Houston, though, I mean, there's a lot of talent around that Houston lineup. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you can talk about the American Conference. You can talk about whatever, right? I mean, go into go into the Big 12, Houston's a dog like there are some players there when you're walking into that lineup and you're a defender midfielder kind of whatever they want you to be (laughs) are you just looking for any spot they'll play you or is it like what are you doing
2: so originally I was recruited as a defensive mid and my coach told me that Um, my freshman year, I would probably play in the midfield. And then after that, that he would move me to center back because we had two senior center backs there, um, my freshman year. Um, but the second I got there, he was like, I'm going to just go ahead and slide you to center back. So I, was immediately thrown in a new position as soon as I got to college, which was very overwhelming. I, I've played center back before um, when we've had like injuries on our club team and stuff growing up, but never as a permanent position. And um, yeah, it was a little stressful. My little freshman self was a little scared (laughs) because I didn't know what to expect out of that position. Um, But the two girls that I got to learn under, which was primarily why he wanted me to, be a center back my freshman year was so I could learn the ins and outs of the position under two very strong center backs. Um, I was under uh, two seniors. They both had started pretty much their whole careers at center back for Houston. So not a ton of playing time. Anytime we were up by like two or three goals, I would get playing time. And it was great learning experience for me. But I just got to learn under two great players who were both captains for our team. And that was awesome getting to do that. So I've kind of solidified a position at center back, um, especially with the new coach coming in, because he didn't even know that I was a midfielder. He's always seen me as a center back. So I'm kind of stuck there now, but I honestly love it.
0: I mean, whenever I was d- digging into to what you did, right? It was like you're showing up as a CDM. You were like a left back sometimes. You were a mm-hmm. center back most of the time. But just kind of seeing wherever they just said, "Okay, go, go do this." And yes. <laughs> it was really, and you know, obviously, you mentioned your freshman year and being, you know afraid and being like oh god like what's going on right Mm -hmm. it didn't show on film at all it felt like everywhere you were put you were a natural at and that's really cool to see and for someone to be as diverse as you are if you look across the entire legion wfc team it seems like everybody is just as diverse in what they can do (laughs) is it is there something about being able to go out and knowing that the person like the girl to your left and to your right can do everything?
2: It um, definitely makes me feel uh, secure when we have multiple people that can play different positions, especially um, since the subbing rules are different this year, um, changing to the USLW with the only, was it four or five moments? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You only have five moments and like six subs or something like that. Um, So it's nice knowing that if an injury happens or if somebody really needs a sub, like we can change our lineup to fit like who's who and like what everybody's strengths are. So like if we need to like Tara Katz is a really strong outside back, but we can also move her up into the midfield because she's strong in the attack as well. So it's just knowing that we have multiple people that can fit different positions just makes everybody feel a little bit more secure when we don't have the subs that we used to have.
0: Mac, I want to ask you, because, I mean, you're a part of a, a goalie room. Like, that locker room is kind of nuts, right? And that's something that we've talked about with the men's side as well. Um, you know, for, for the people who are falling because they follow the uh, the men's team, like there's yeah. the Matt Van Ockel, the Trevor Spangenberg in the past, like Ford Parker, a bunch of guys who could be, you know, GK1s. I mean, you're looking at a uh, Hannah Alexander, who is really good, who had to sit behind McKinley Crone, who I think I called McKenzie Or and I didn't mean to do that. Uh, McKinley <laughs> Crone, who, you know, she is an incredible keeper. Um, yes. And then, you know, you also have Casey Powell, who's young, but she has a lot of talent. Yes. There's a lot of competition for, for your spot. And it's good competition. Is there something that of the internal competition um, that k- helps motivate you and like say, "Hey, I want to keep this spot."
1: Honestly, when it comes to competing amongst goalkeepers, there's you know this understanding. There's you know GK union. All of us understand that there's only one player, and only one player is probably going to play the entire game. So that motivation to win that spot is definitely it it comes from within yourself and you know when you want to also help motivate your your teammates to get better and and at the end of the day it's just who performs better that week in practice and who has a track record during the games
0: so mm, let's move on to this wednesday and this is the Wednesday that I have dubbed as the biggest like day in Birmingham soccer history. I mean, it's it's hard to imagine. Obviously, the U.S. Open Cup against David Beckham's Inter Miami—that's big, right? Oh, that's awesome. But also, you guys are playing not only your first ever home game as Legion WFC, but against the defending champions in South Georgia Tormenta, who you guys played really well against came back from behind and the last best basically kick of the game <laughs>
1: seriously
0: yeah i i mean for you guys to play for the first time at home i mean i'm going to start it off with mac because first off in that south georgia tormenta the fact that you didn't win save of the week i think that's garbage oh, seriously, <laughs>
1: seriously. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> I, I honestly, the save that they had up for save of the week was not my personal favorite save from I agree that with game. that, but <laughs> I do appreciate even being up for the, the selection. So,
0: which one would you have taken?
1: Oh, goodness! <laughs> I
0: you had a lot. <laughs> I had,
1: I think I had quite good a few ones. saves that game. Um, one of them that just doesn't look that good from on a camera um was one where I did a split save in traffic and I just yanked the ball out from underneath the girl's legs. Um you can't really see it on the stream or on camera, but personally that would that would have been my favorite. Yeah.
0: I mean, I for me, my best accomplishment would be able to do the splits. I mean <laughs> <thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know playing against Tormenta whom you've already played and you ruined their homecoming. You know, they oh, want to yes. do it. They want to do it for you guys too. Um, you know, what's what's kind of the feeling of anticipation, at least for you, especially being able to play in protective before the U.S. Open Cup, which is sure to bring in you know a fair amount of fans who just want to get in early.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I think we're all really excited to finally play at home after this, you know, pretty honestly long stretch of traveling you know, three, four, five, six hours away Mm -hmm. to play our games. Um, Of course, we're super excited to have home fans, you know, besides, you know, our parents and some friends (laughs) traveling (laughs) the distance. Um, And, um, yeah, just looking forward to playing a really good team at home, which is – it's a winnable game. It's going to be, you know, high competition. It's going to be competitive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, first game against Tormenta, we had – one practice before we went into that game um everything else got rained out so i think chemistry should be better and hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll put on an even better performance than we did when we were at their place yes
0: kaylee for people who haven't been able to watch either the tormenta or the chattanooga red wolves um stream of those matches what can they expect out of you guys? And honestly, I mean, obviously don't give away too much of the game plan. <laughs> yeah. if, you know, somehow, you know, they're listening. Um, but you guys have played against them too already. So is there, you know, what can fans just kind of expect from not just you, but also Tormenta?
2: Um, I'll start with Tormenta. Tormenta is a physical and fast team that's not afraid of a fight. Um, they have some really quality players, um, especially their forwards. They are <laughs> really good. Um, mm-hmm. They definitely gave us some problems in the first game. Um, but I think I'm confident that our back line has gotten better over the past few games and can deal with the pressure that they put on us this game. Um, from us, I would expect a team that is trying to play um solid with passes and keep possession um really we don't like to just play kickball and (laughs) i can't stand kickball so i'm very glad that we're a possession oriented team um so really that's what i would look forward to some really creative passes some forwards that are so skillful on the ball um that can create opportunities for us um I'm hoping that we can get some get some more goals this game, but yeah, we we have a strong team and it. We just have to execute, really.
0: I want to ask you both about a player who's kind of taken uh, the Legion spheres a little bit by storm. Uh, Nora's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> She's so great. Been great. I I've never seen a player like her but the thing is i don't know what she's doing that's so different but i watch her play and it just feels different than everything i've ever seen Mm. i mean what is it that she does that is just so good
1: her she's some players are quick some players are fast quick to me means the first few steps fast means over long distances Mm. she has both her first few steps to get to the ball and around a player Super, super quick. match. And then when she gets by you, she's fast enough to just go and keep going. Um, and she's been great for such a young player to come in and score goals, you know, like we said, early on. Yeah. And to be the difference in big games has been great.
2: Her, She's just super skillful, too. So not only is she quick, fast, but she's also skillful. So <laughs> it's really just like the perfect trifecta as a forward. Like she gets in behind. And you can just just slip her a ball back there, and she has clinical finishes. I mean, she's come super close to scoring more goals than she already has, too. She hit the post against Tormenta in, like, the first five minutes of the game. She's had opportunities where she's been super close, and either the post or some amazing goalkeeper saves have stopped that. So she's really good.
0: So, I mean, there's so much the, to really just, I guess, try to break down and talk about, right? And there was a match that none of us got to see that, you know, as, aside from the, the score coming out later, we weren't even sure if it was going on. And that was the <laughs> the Southern Academy or Southern Soccer Academy match where you guys walk out to no win, right? Yes. And w- – what happened like kind of like <laughs> where did the goals come from like did they put a lot of pressure on you guys because they're a team that I've seen them play in, in other matches and they look good like they look like a solid team i like what happened
1: <laughs> i so really in my opinion it got a little chippy and we weathered the storm um it was a really physical game lots mm-hmm. of fouls back and forth a couple yellow cards um and you know we defended well kept obviously kept a clean sheet and then our forwards did did their thing up top and managed to get some goals what was it second half we had both Mm -hmm. um so really it was just an all-around a really good performance I think was our honestly a shame that people couldn't see it because that was our best performance today definitely was our best performance
0: so You guys working together from, you know, goalkeeper backline, right? This is, I mean, it's a weird situation because you guys have played together since you were sophomores in high school. Mm -hmm. Half this team has played together since (laughs) they were sophomores (laughs) in high school, essentially. But you also, most of you don't play together in clubs. So you Mm -hmm. have to go, what, 10 months without even touching a ball in the same, like, 50 mile radius of each other (laughs) um how hard is it to come back and do that again or is it really is kind of like riding a bike and you're like oh it took a minute but i know what we're trying to do here you know is is it a little bit of both or am i overthinking this i mean
2: um i definitely say it's a little bit of both uh because there are we have a lot of girls that do play together. Like we have lots of UAB girls, lots of Sanford girls. So they have the opportunity to be with each other and then also come and play together. Um, But it definitely is a challenge at first trying to get the chemistry going again. Uh, People just at college, different colleges have different styles of play and different coaches ask different things of you. Your job may be completely different on this team compared to when you're back at college. So it's definitely uh a challenge at first but it like you said it's kind of like riding a bike it's just getting back into it um the more practices we have the better it gets
0: Mag, I want to ask you, whenever you get back and you see some of these people you haven't seen in a while and mm-hmm. you're going to play and you in your mind have this idea of like this is how they play, I've remembered this, right? Because yeah. you're looking to distribute out wide. You're getting the ball, let's say, you're trying to hit the wings and there's a player on the team that you know they're going to be rushing up every time or they're going to come back to me every time, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you do that and they do the exact opposite and you're like, you <laughs> are exactly. exact who are, you're a different player since going to college. Is that a real, is that a moment for, I guess, both of you, but you know, with you trying to distribute as well, I mean, is that a thing where you're like you play completely different now and there is not like the, Oh, we'll get back to it. Like you're a completely different player.
1: Yeah. um, I haven't really noticed that. And I think it's because, you know, certain players, have such strong tendencies that it carries over into the way they play in college. And then when they come back, it's the same thing. You know, certain players, like maybe their thing is it, you know, um, taking people on, they want the ball in behind or people certain people want it to feed. I don't think like college coaches, like, yes, they might improve on those areas where it's not necessarily their skill set. But if you're good at something, your college coach wants you to keep doing that thing that mm-hmm. you're good at. So you know, just playing to their strengths has always, you know, been the, been the safe option pretty much. So.
0: I mean, so kind of, I guess, trying to bring everything together now. And like I said, we're trying to, we want to make sure protective is as packed for you guys as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. For people, like I said, there's some people who don't really, understand what the w league is right there are people who don't they don't fully get it and that's fine it's not everybody's job to be what i'm doing which is just way too involved all the time (laughs) um (laughs) you know what is i mean for summer leagues for the women's game right now because the 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 pyramid isn't as fleshed out right there is super league coming there is the wpsl pro that's around now. And there's obviously mm-hmm. NWSL, but there is a pick your poison of summer leagues of UWS or the UWS of, of uh, WPSL now USL W league. And you guys probably also have teammates who are just training within WSL clubs themselves. Yeah. They aren't on the roster, but they're there, you know, for you guys, what kind of opportunities do these summer leagues provide you?
1: Um, really, I think it's one of the more important things for us for our college careers to be able to stay game fit, and mentally playing games for this, you know, month or two that we're home before we report back for preseason. And honestly, it's especially helpful for these younger players that are freshly graduated out of high school Mm -hmm. that just finished high school season, which to be completely honest, is not the same quality as club season. So they come fresh out of high school and they get to play in these big games against college players and it preps them for the next step. And like I said, it keeps us that are already at that next level fresh.
0: And I'm, I want to ask you, Kaylee, I mean, I don't know what you guys, your intentions are after college, if it's to keep playing or say I've listen, I've done this for like 20 years of my life. I'm done. <laughs> um, <laughs> but does Is there a little bit of it, too, that's like, I would love to get noticed?
2: Yes. yes. Um, it is really nice to get to play uh, super big quality teams um, against other quality players. I mean, when we were talking about SSA, we were playing a girl who's on North Carolina with a forward who's on Georgetown. So you're playing against these really good players, and with the hope of doing well against them. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to have film. Well, not that game, but film. <laughs> <laughs> all the other games. Uh, doing well against quality players. Yeah, it's really nice to um, have this as an opportunity to get you to the next level if you choose to do that.
0: When you're looking at the USLW League, right? The I mean, Tormenta has three P- three girls that went on to play in Europe from last mm-hmm. year's squad um, SSA I think have a girl that just won uh, the U20 World Cup like yesterday yeah. um, they <laughs> there's a lot of talent everywhere I mean half of your team are bona fide stars in their respective mm-hmm. club mm-hmm. that are going to be playing at a higher level. For you to be able to show that not only are you on the roster, which when you're looking at some of these rosters, it's just an honor of it of itself, mm-hmm. but to be starting and playing and truly competing, like is there a, is there just something that you're showing this to, trying to show this to scouts, showing this to eventually agents, be like push this out, like look at this.
1: Uh, yeah, I I think that. You know, the, the the level of these games is so similar to these college games and sometimes even better just because, I mean, who is it that's on? Um, UNC, not UNC, but NCFC. Oh, um, I can't remember. Oh, there so was,
0: was I, the former sure, US women's he, oh, national oh, team, right? Heather
1: O'Reilly. Heather yeah, O'Reilly. Heather O'Reilly.
2: O'Reilly's playing in the same league as us right now. I
1: mean, you have some, th- you have probably some of the best players in the country for women's soccer that are continuing to play in these leagues over the summer. Um, And it's, it's incredible to get film from these games, especially as a goalkeeper to say, Oh, I had a save against so-and-so like it, it's great. And it feels honest. It's so much fun to play too. So.
0: I mean, I guess kind of on that same point, I mean, it's also just bragging rights to go back to your school and just be like, Hey, check this out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know. You know, my, my coaches have watched um, at least the the stuff I've posted on Twitter about our games and stuff like that. And our coaches encourage players to do this kind of mm-hmm. stuff over the summer just because it is so good for us. And if you do want to go, you know, above the college level and play professionally, like we've had girls. Um, Haley Whitaker played mm-hmm. with us last year and now she's over in Finland. So um. so <laughs> there's, it's, yes and so there's definitely a pipeline there and it makes so much sense for you know leagues like this just to be there for us over the mm-hmm. summer even though it's not a long season
0: I felt this belief and you both have played in high college you know rankings that I mean granted you know the the conferences and the divisions don't really matter as much i think in mm-hmm. in soccer as they do in like say football right yeah. you know like there are division 3 teams that can whoop up easily on some d1 teams and oh, that's just yeah, kind of sure. how they build the thing i i have stood by the fact that, that i genuinely believe that there are collegiate teams that could easily beat some nwsl clubs because there's just so much talent at this college level that, I mean, if you, if, if just in my opinion, the college level at times is truly the second, the like second division of women's yeah. soccer. Yes. It's so good. Can you guys speak on to ha- what the level is like in college?
1: Um, I'll, I mean, I, I played Alabama twice <laughs> this past season. Um, Riley Mattingly, Reina Reyes, um, just, you know, the list goes on. I mean, I played Ashlyn Sarepka who we're now playing with. She scored on me in the conference tournament. Um, you know, it's just playing teams like that. It is completely unreal. The level of players that you're playing, um, like the SEC, I, there were games that I was like, wow, this is one of the best players I've ever stepped on the field with, Mm -hmm. And you know what? So many of them go unseen. Um, One of the best players that I don't think got as many accolades as she should is Macy Hodge at Mississippi State. Outstanding oh player. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just – there's so many players that even fly under the radar like that that deserve to play at a higher level. Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean, obviously now going into the Big 12, but even the American, I mean – some of the teams that you guys were playing in the American were ridiculous too. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Like UCF is crazy. They're powerhouse. Um, them and USF. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had so many players. They had so many players go um, like across seas. Like they had a few go into the NWSL. Like the American conference was really strong this past year. Um, yep. uh, Houston struggled, but we're on the up. So, <laughs> and now I'm in the, yeah. American. Now she's taken, she's taken it in the American. So, I mean, the American conference was super strong. It was a toss up every game of who could win. Like, it, the talent is crazy.
0: Can I, uh, Kayla, can I ask you about a teammate? This is not anything about the, oh, the, yeah. uh, the uh, WFC. Is, jana uh singleton is good as, as she looks on tv oh
2: my gosh yes <laughs> jana is amazing she's so good i wish that she was taking her fifth year but i understand why she's not because she's using this to go out into the big world and just she's killing it she's everything that she does she's amazing at she's amazing in like marketing and stuff she's so good at that and um she, yeah, she was a a bright spot for our team last year when we didn't have that many. So she is a great person and great player.
0: When I was, when I was watching, cause I tried to watch a little bit of film on everybody on the roster, which for some people was harder than others. I, I was trying to watch you and then I kept watching her and I was like, oh my God, who is she? Yeah. <laughs> She's so good. Um, so back to the home opener one last time. You guys have a lot of talent. You guys have a lot of players to look out for. I mean, it's for people who don't, I mean, there was a thing that people saw like the massive roster that comes out, but what people don't realize also is that, you know, your colleges may recall you early for training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they had to be ready for stuff like that. Um, so on so forth. Um, I just want to know for fans who are coming to watch you guys for the first time, um, some players, obviously to say, Hey, you want to watch her. Obviously your entire roster is incredible, but like, who's like one person that's just fun to watch. Um, and also I, how would you guys like fans to support you? And and I know that seems like a very broad you know thing but you know some I know there's some clubs that are like hey we want you guys to do like do the same chance as the men's games do all the same stuff as the men's mm-hmm. games but there's also like hey video 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 like take pictures show that you're here show that you're having a good time you know is it a com- combination of things or you know like what do you guys want to see out of the first ever home game
1: honestly anything and everything we like don't be afraid to reach out to us personally Mm -hmm. either we would love to meet you guys meet whoever um take pictures with you um and bring the same energy that you do bring to the men's games because the energy that we saw at the the most recent game that i was at against um charlotte was amazing Mm -hmm. um so just Bring what, whatever energy you want to bring. If you want to do the same chance as the men's teams, go for it. If yeah. you want to come up with something new and wild and crazy, do it. Um, and like I said, don't be afraid to reach out to us as players individually because we would love to to meet people. Absolutely.
0: Um, let's see. I I, mean, I think that's about all I had on the docket. Um. For you guys if people do want to reach out to you and say hey i would love to meet or just say hey matt kaylee you guys had wonderful games and just want to tell you where can they find you
1: um i'm on instagram and twitter and it's the same handle mackovic titus m-a-c-v-i-c-t-i-t-u-s
2: My Instagram handle is Kaylee 23 and I need to look at my Twitter one because I don't remember it. <laughs> my Twitter is K E E three.
0: Wonderful. Anything uh, you guys want to shout out uh, before you guys? Uh, before I let you guys go,
2: um, we just would appreciate all the support that we can get for our next home, our first home game, uh, and really all the home games. Just. Bring all the energy. I know our game's at 3.30 and it's kind of early, but if you can get off work, we would really
1: appreciate (laughs) it. She said exactly what I was going to say. Just excited to play at home, excited to see everybody, and just come out and support. We'd love to see everyone.
0: And for people who want to know, like they said, it is going to be at 3.30 at Protective Stadium. My understanding is that your ticket to the Inter Miami game gets you in. It may not even have ticket. You might just be able to walk in. I don't remember which one it is. And for matches that are not double headers, because there are going to be three double headers this year, including this Inter Miami match, there will be three double headers that you should come to. But if you do not want to mess with double headers and you say, "I just want to go support the women's game," and that's it great love that for you please do that i'm going to try to be at all of them spain park is going to be where the home games are at and go down there i think it's ticketed i'm not positive but go down there support the ladies i mean it's going to be a blast it's a good team that will be competing for this division and is still i think still top i think um
1: after wow. last night we're in second yeah officially in, in second in after in, before last night's game yeah
0: well luckily there is a second leg to this and you guys mm. can just put it all to rest at home
1: so yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> so check it out check out all the stuff also i'm just going to throw it out there the wfc hoodie is the softest hoodie i've ever worn in my life
2: <laughs> my mom said the same thing <laughs> she loves her hoodie.
0: I I've had to keep my wife away from it. I've, she has my other hoodie, but this one's super <laughs> soft. And I'm just like, no, this one's mine. <laughs> so, but thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for following along. Be there, be there, be loud, be proud, support mm-hmm. the women. And then stay for a little after show afterwards against Inter Miami. Oh, but yeah. thank you all so much for listening. Uh, tickets in the bio, everything in the bio. You already know. And so next time, guys, keep hammering on.